Hello, my name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. Hey, my name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9am to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed this time round, served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. It was a pleasure for us to chit-chat with Shekhar Kapoor, Jemima Khan and so many others from the cast and crew of What's Love Got To Do With It. So the conversation took place in a London hotel about two, three weeks ago. And Shekhar Kapoor's first question was to me when he asked me, are you married? <laughs> um, are you married? Yes, I am. He arranged? Um, no. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. Now, um, I saw the film last week. I enjoyed it immensely. And being an Indian who's followed your trajectory right from the first film that you made, Masoom, uh, we know that as a director, you know how to talk about love and relationships and heartbreak and all the rest of it. What was it that drew you to the script of What's Love Got To Do With It? Because even though I might talk a lot about heartbreak and relationships and everything, I'm still fundamentally searching for it. And when I saw the read the script, it was doing the same thing. It was searching for love. The whole script was searching for love. And it never ends. The yearning for never ends. I mean, you might talk about it, you might write books about it, and everybody says, oh, they know about love. Nobody does, because it's such a mystery. And if it wasn't a mystery, there would be no love. If there was no mystery, there would be no life. And that's why I was drawn to it, because the film in itself was not able to say exactly what it is, and therefore the mystery was there, and I got so attracted to the mystery of something that could get created out of a script that in itself was searching for itself. As a director, is it challenging for you to navigate a screenplay that is trying to keep it light and frothy and yet at the same time address a few cliches, a few preconceived notions and talk about love in a deeper context as well? You know, if you have great actors and if you've rehearsed enough with the actors, these actors have the, the way of turning every cliche into a potential. A, what is a cliche but a, a, a statement? Oh, this is it. What you tell your actors is it's not a statement. The cliche is not a statement. It's a potential. I love you is a question, not a statement. So that's what you do. These constantly, constantly, what the actors did for me is, is they, they just made everything a potential. 
It's a potential. I love you. You'll say, hey, my, I really love with you. You never say, I'm really potentially in love with you. <laughs> but actually, that is the truth. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. So arranged marriages and love marriages aside, what do you think love is? Have you had any answers, found any answers to that quest as you watched this film unfurl, unfold? And uh, what do you think? How do you define love? What do you think makes a relationship tick and work? First, I define love as a, a never-ending mystery. Mm. It's a yearning. And when the yearning ends, love ends, right? Mm. And what is yearning but the, the, the need to resolve a mystery? like life. Mm. But if you go on trying to resolve a mystery, it has to have mystery. So therefore, love is a mystery. Mm. So in my life, that's what I've discovered. And that's why I love this film, because it ends on a possibility that maybe this will be a great relationship. What is a, a relationship? What's a great relationship? The fact that you don't deny each other's mystery. Mm. Don't say, oh, I know you, you're like this. It's over. I don't know you, you're potentially this, you're potentially that. That is what keeps me engaged in you. Mm. Is a, a relationship that goes forward. That's the beauty of the ending of this film. Are there any memorable incidents from the shoot that you can tell us about uh, as a, uh, an Asian first and now British Asian for the last 20 years? You know, we feel that, oh, arranged marriage is something I know about. You know, I know what's going to happen. I know where this is going. Right from the start, you know that here are two people who are meant to be together and you're rooting for them to be together. And it's all about finding out how the pieces of the puzzle come together right at the end. Was there anything that surprised you? Was there anything that amused you? Any incidents on the on the sets that really stayed with you? Well, the sets of, like, the, the biggest incident the set was, was uh, Emma Thompson. Because hmm. every now and again, Emma Thompson will for, come up with something completely completely unexpected uh. and then we'd all have to try very hard not to laugh so that the sound doesn't go or hide ourselves underneath the camera so she can't see those are brilliant moments hmm. brilliant where does this film what's love got to do with it fit into your filmography where does it fit in it's a bit like masoom isn't it hmm. it is yeah it is the, the, the search for relationships, the search for intimacy, the search for love. In the light of all the films, brilliant films that you've given us in a variety of genres over the years, it was just wonderful. And to see Thank that, you so know, much. you're talking about love in a way that doesn't really put too fine a point on it, and yet it drives home the message. Thank you. And I'm delighted to share my conversation with the lovely Jemima Khan. Now, we recorded this soon after the first press preview of this film, What's Love Got to Do With It? And you know what I loved best about Jemima? She really has a great sense of humour. You'll find out. Good morning. Firstly, congratulations. It is your first time writing a film, writing a screenplay and producing it as well. Now, you Thank were you. famously married to a Pakistani and you lived in Pakistan for 10 years. I and did. At the screening, you also said that it, this is, in a way, your love letter to a country that you have enormous affection for. Yes. Um, why was it important for you in this film to talk about love in particular? You know, and this is not just pitting the arranged marriage system against a more liberal, a more Western way of finding your own match. But I think it talks about love in general, right? Why did you choose to talk about this aspect of Asian culture, which is so different from the way things are done in this part of the world? Uh, well, there's quite a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> um, but thank you very much for your lovely comments about the film. I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. I think that I, having lived in Pakistan, for those 10 years, uh, from for quite a formative period, so from 20 to 30, I went there with some preconceived ideas about arranged marriage and about whether that could ever 
end in love. Mm. And, you know, I, I was probably as judgmental as the next person or any of my friends who live here mm. who don't haven't seen it up, up close. And after 10 years, I lived with my ex-husband's family his sisters, their husbands, his father, the, the nephews and nieces. There were quite a few of us. I think there was 20 or something all in one house. Mm. Uh, and we were the, ours was the only non-arranged marriage in his family, brackets, and the only divorce. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw some very successful, very happy long-term arranged marriages and new marriages. So uh, my ex-husband's niece, who lived in the house with us, had an arranged marriage, and I was sort of part of that and I saw it happen and um and so I came back after 10 years with a completely different view and obviously what I saw was a very consensual arrangement where it was an introduction by the parents then it was up to the the couple to then take it forward or not um but I I I came back having had those uh ideas that I'd had when I'd gone there challenged and I felt that it would be an interesting subject for a film and to perhaps show that arranged marriage not only is not necessarily what a lot of people might think it is and gets conflated wrongly very often with forced marriage but also I mean as I kind of made a nod to in the film um is also it wasn't that long ago that it was the norm here you know we have a lot of uh, judgment about arranged marriage but it's still the majority of people in the world marry by arrangement of some kind and uh even, you know, Princess Diana and Prince Charles, are, as mentioned in the film, you know, arguably were, a, were an arranged marriage of, yeah. of some sort. As you rightly pointed out, knowing about Pakistan and actually living in Pakistan, two different things. <laughs> what was it that shocked you or amused you or amazed you at the start? There must have been many, many elements. But were there bits that really kind of changed your view fundamentally on how you thought about things? Love, presumably, or an arranged marriage, the institute of marriage must have been one of them, right? Definitely, yes. I mean, I um, I was very taken by the idea of Simmer Then Boyle and, you know, those some of the lines from the film about walking into love, not falling into love and taking a slightly more pragmatic, cooler approach to choosing a life partner, um, which I think does make sense. Although I say that as someone who's probably ruined by rom-coms and I am constantly kind of thwarted by my uh, by my uh, uh, how romantic I am and how cynical I am and then how romantic I am, how cynical I am. I, I'm very much a mixture of both. I think that rom-coms are the kinds of rom-coms that I like are the ones that are kind of grounded in reality and have something to say. I don't, I'm not, uh, for me, I don't really watch the broader comedies and I think uh, possibly that's why our director who isn't actually a comedy director or isn't certainly not known as one um, why he I think was quite an interesting choice for a rom-com because he definitely brought a kind of a profundity and and a, a depth and a truth to the story that it might not have had if we'd had a sort of broad comedy director and I think that I think it was Freud who said that a joke is just the truth with a smile I think you can say things with comedy that um, people are maybe sometimes more receptive to if you can make them laugh yeah. i mean the, the ultimate is to try and make people laugh and cry those the, that that's the that's the ultimate goal uh the other thing i was going to say is i think the challenge with a rom-com is balancing the chemistry with predictability that's a that's a difficult balance i think to get right you can catch shabnam sahi the ultimate storyteller weekdays 9 a.m to 12 noon
is Anushka Arora. As always, lovely to have your company for the Sunrise Radio podcast. And this week, I have another special guest on the show. I am now joined by someone who I have been waiting to speak to ever since I saw the trailer of The Romantics, the director of uh, Indian Matchmaking and The Romantics now, Smriti Mundra. Welcome to Sunrise Radio. How are you? Thank you, thank you. Happy to be on. Good to have you here, Smriti, uh, via the phone lines, of course. Uh, firstly, Smriti, just uh, talk to me. How has life been for you post-Indian matchmaking? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's been uh, it's been it's been a fun adventure. Uh, I couldn't have expected that that show would have gotten um, the attention that it did worldwide, um, and I'm I'm thrilled that it did, and I'm thrilled people have enjoyed it and debate it and argue about it and everything. So it's been absolutely great. It really did, didn't it? it I think it was such a great topic of conversation. Uh, it was so good. I thoroughly myself enjoyed it so much. Now uh, we move on, Smriti, to this wonderful. Uh, four-part docu-series that you are bringing to us uh, in just a few days, February 14th, which is The Romantics. I mean, this is like that trailer when I saw it, it was my entire childhood in just a few minutes. So uh, tell me, how did the idea of making something like this come to you? Uh, You know, I've... Like you, you know, all of these films, these are the films that shaped my childhood and, you know, um, sort of connected me to my roots. And, um, you know, as I, uh, you know, found my way uh, into filmmaking, I always wanted to tell the story of um, the, the cultural influence and impact of Hindi cinema. Um, and, you know, the more I thought about it, um, the more I realized that it was actually Yash Chopra cinema that defined, you know, at least in my mind, and I think for a lot of the world, um, it sort of created that, that image of what our Hindi cinema is, of what Bollywood, you know, as we say, is um, mm. in the world. And, you know, so it really, like, to tell that story through his lens and tell the story through the iconic films that he made and then eventually his son made and the, the studio that they started felt appropriate and felt a good start, you know, to tell the story of Hindi cinema. And, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, I got the blessing of the family and the studio, um, you know, to uh, dig into their archives and, and make the series. And I think that's great. It's like such a nostalgia trip, like you said, through 50 years, three generations, and you've got some of the industry's biggest stars that are speaking on this show right the way through from Amitabh Bachchan, uh, you've got Salman Khan, Salman Khan's father, you've got Ranbir Kapoor, Rani Mukherjee, Abhishek Bachchan. I mean, the list is pretty endless uh, here. Now, there's one bit in uh, the little sneak peek that you guys put out where I think, is it Salim Khan where he's saying he hates the term Bollywood and so does Ranbir Kapoor. I mean, that like that was so funny because I mean, what was what was the talking point and the question uh, that you were having at that time with these people? I mean, you know, if we're not supposed to call it Bollywood, can we call it Hindi cinema now because of such a big crossover of Pan India? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Look, I think the the question came to me because you know I, I had always used that phrase Bollywood, but yeah. every time I did, I a little bit, yeah. and uh, I didn't quite why um i i did i think you know definitely you know there's something a little cringy about uh defining an entire industry you know that has over 100 years of legacy and one of the most prolific um 
uh, and rich cinema cultures in the world, um, defining it in, you know, essentially as a derivative of another industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that never quite sat right for me, though it is a very catchy uh, <laughs> title, that, that, you know, the term Bollywood, it is very catchy, I'll admit. Um, but it didn't quite sit right with me. And I was curious, you know, that I, while I had the opportunity to speak to all of these uh, stars and icons of the industry, how they felt about it. Uh, and I was, you know, a little surprised, I have to be honest, to see the, how strong of a reaction it was yeah. um, and how uniformly um, people, you know, just sort of uh, disavowed that term. I know. I, so was, now I, think I, I was a little bit yeah. heartbroken after that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I the word you know, crosses my lips still, though I do try to say Hindi film industry as much as I can. I know, right? But I, I just, I, there's just something about the term Bollywood that just makes me love it even more. Um, but it's going to be really <laughs> interesting to see this four-part docuseries. Now, I think the biggest takeaway that I got from this trailer, and I think everybody, uh, everybody's reaction, including, you know, the, the stars that are speaking out in this, when you tell them, uh, the, you know, there's a bit where you say, what if we told you that we have interviewed a Ritya Jobra extensively uh, in this. I mean, tell me more about this, Riti, because that is just humongous. And how did he even agree to that? Yeah, it was uh, it was quite a journey. Um, so, you know, for those who know, Aditya Chopra, you know, one of the most um, uh, prolific and, and um, you know, uh, respected filmmakers, iconic filmmakers of our industry, both director and producer, is also notoriously a recluse um, and hasn't... Uh, <laughs> Given an interview in 25 years, the last interview he gave was uh, was 25 years ago after the release of the Wale Dhumaniya Le Jayenge, uh, and that was a print interview. He never appeared on camera before. Um, but you know, look, I think ultimately this series is a tribute to his father. It's a it's a a, a celebration of his father's legacy, Yash Chopra's legacy, mm-hmm. and I think you know the story would be incomplete without the voices of Yash Chopra's family and his loved ones. Mm-hmm. And you know, we got everyone in the industry, you know, to speak about their experiences working with Yash Chopra and, uh, you know, and their their uh, experiences watching his films. Um, we spoke with his, you know, his beloved wife, Pamela Chopra, Aww. his uh, son, Uday Chopra. And it would be, honestly, the, the, the story would be incomplete without Adi's presence in there. And uh, I think ultimately he understood that and he agreed with that. And I think it was out of love and regard for his father that he finally has agreed uh, to um, to give an uh, on-camera interview for the first time. Mm. I mean, that is amazing. That is really is like a well done. I cannot wait. I eagerly awaiting to watch it because I think the trailer in itself is so is so very Yashraj, isn't it? You've got like the colours, you've got all the actors, you've got the snippets of people talking and you've got the film scene. So I think, uh, you know, when I first saw the trailer, it just put such a huge smile on my face. So uh, Smriti, thank you for bringing something like this to us. And I'm super duper excited to be watching it. Is there anything else, a little message that you'd like to give uh, our listeners and everybody that is going to be watching? Watching this on February 14th. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I just, I think my, my, uh, my hope in making the series was to um, remind us all about why we love uh, movies and why we love in particular Hindi cinema um, and just recapture that magic, you know, that was such a formative part of my upbringing and my experience. Um, and I hope, you know, I hope that's the, the feeling that 
uh, the series gives to people who watch it. So I hope it's, it's a big love letter to cinema. Oh, we love it. Thank you so much, Smithy. All the best and good luck. Uh, we look forward to it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Listen to our Bollywood queen, Anushka Aurora, from 12 noon to 4 p.m. weekdays on Sunrise. It is time for the couples challenge. I've got a lovely couple on the phone and we're going to be playing How Well Do You Know Your Partner? It's time for the couples game. How well do you know your partner? How well indeed. I've got to give a huge welcome to Tasnim and Talib. Is that right? Am I saying it right, by the way, both of you? That is right. Lovely. Welcome to the show, both of you as well. Is Talib there as well? Talib, say hello. Yes. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> really good, my friend. You're sounding very enthusiastic. So, yeah, I'm well, loving it. Loving it. Brilliant. We always listen to your radio channel, so it's good to get on there and, and you know, play the game. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so, you're the one person who listens in. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, definitely me. Definitely me. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> love it love it well welcome to the show both of you so this is the couple's challenge it's how well do you know your partner so this is how it works let me quickly explain the rules in a moment one of you will be leaving the room the other one will be staying behind and that person will be answering five questions that I'm going to put to them and then what's going to happen is we're going to call the other partner back in the room and that person has to try and guess their partner's answers does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So the question is, of course, this is the Valentine's special. Who's going to be the brave one and who's going to be the one leaving the room? Is it going to be Tasnim or is it going to be Talib? No, you guys. No, no. No, you Okay, all right. All right, before you go, though, before you guys bring him back for a second, I just wanted to ask something as well. Yeah, just one second. Before you go, Talib, I just wanted to ask both of you, by the way. Uh, first question, of course, is I forgot to completely ask. Uh, tell us uh, tell us how long you two have been together. Like, how long you've been together? How long have you been married? And maybe just very quickly, how you guys met? Uh, so, we've been married for uh, uh, four years now. Perfect. Uh, known each other for about seven years. Um, yeah. So we met through uh, mutual friends. Um, yes, yeah, it's been a long time. It feels like the other day, actually. Seven years have gone by so quickly. <laughs> it goes quick, doesn't it? For me and my wife, it's eight, so not much longer. But it just flies by, flies by. Well, congratulations to both of you as well. So it's going to be a good test, right? Now, do do you now the last question before you leave the room is: Is your relationship going to survive if you get zero out of five? <laughs> It definitely won't be zero out of five because I know it really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's put that to the test. So, Tasnim, uh, sorry, Talib, whenever you're ready, leave the room. And Tasnim, let's get you on uh, on and asking the question, answering the question. So, listen, uh, just let me know when he's out of the room and he cannot hear you. Okay, can you one second? Go. Go, yeah, kick him out. I love you. You're the boss of that relationship, aren't you? You're like, yeah, get out, get go. <laughs> can you close the door as well, please? Yeah, okay, make sure. Yeah, he's gone to the bedroom. Brilliant. All right, so he's at the room, so he can't hear you, right? If you need to yep. answer a bit yep. quietly, it's absolutely fine. All right, so well done, both of you, by the way. So five questions I want to ask you right now. And mm-hmm. uh, just be as honest and straight up as you possibly can. So question number one, what is your favorite choice of like naughty food or a go-to snack? You know, when you're in that mood and you just got to have a munch, what do you normally go to? Is it like crisps? Is it chocolate? Is it chips? Is it chicken? What is it? What's your favorite go-to food? Um... Oh, um, I think chocolate. Chocolate? All yeah. right, cool. Any particular yeah, chocolate. chocolate as well? Like any particular brand or type or yeah, anything? Yeah, definitely. Like? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 
Dairy milk. Ooh, nice. All right, good choice. Dairy milk. <laughs> Love it. I'm quite boring like that, so it's all, always going to be plain, something plain. Oh, that, that's all right. There's nothing boring about that as well. I like the plain ones as well. The more chocolate in the thing, the better if you ask me, to be that, honest. That, when they add, all, yeah, when they add all this extra stuff, I'm like, well, what's this? I want chocolate. Yeah, the bitsy ones and like with fruit and nut. I don't like that. I keep it plain. <laughs> yeah, me too as well. I like the plain ones better. All right, cool. So what is question number two? What is the best Valentine's gift you've ever got from Dalib? Um, um, I don't know about the best one. I can't think of one right now. But the the most nicest thing I remember him doing was uh, this was before we got married. Was when he surprised me at work with gifts and flowers. That was quite memorable for me. And was it that was a Valentine's? Was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. That's that's a beautiful thing that you did. I noticed it was before you got you both got married and not after, right? So those ones are going to be fewer and further between now. Uh, anyway, right. Question number three. Uh, what's one thing on your bucket list that you've always wanted to do? Like, for example, is it like, you know, skydiving, bungee jumping, swimming with sharks, whatever it is. What's one thing on your bucket list like you really, really must do? Um, oh, that's a bit of a hard one. I don't know. Have a think. We'll come back to this question if you like. Okay. Yeah, Uh, we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come back to question three. Question four. If you could do absolutely anything this Valentine's Day, say on Tuesday, with, with, of course, your husband, not on your own, with your husband, (laughs) um, if it could be anything at all, what would it be? Um, I would love to say go on a holiday. (laughs) Any particular place that you'd love to go on? Um, Dubai. Okay, cool. Go on holiday to Dubai. All right, we'll see if he gets it. He says he knows you well, so let's see if he gets this right. I think this is a hard question to get right because it's quite specific, but let's see. And question number five, last one, and then we'll come back to number three. Um, A favourite movie of yours you've seen more than once and you could easily watch over and over again. It could be Hollywood, Bollywood, or otherwise, whatever it is. What What is one film you've seen over and over? I'm laughing because the movie I'm going to tell you, I know my husband's going to know because I watch this all the time. Um, so there's two actually. One's Gubby Cushy Gubby Gum, yeah. and the other one, Gucci Gucci Chordahe. I can never get bored of those two movies. Oh. You know what, that's sweet though Because they're both such good movies I don't blame you, honestly Both classics And especially K3G Like like, yeah, you know, like Kuchu Kuchu Ote Is like such an all-time great In my opinion But K3G is one of those ones That just gets me in tears every time yeah. Like it's just what you like Exactly The movie's from back in the days Like you, you, you never get bored of them Shahrukh's uh, When he cries You just want to cry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movies are good. Yeah, no, oh, they are so good. The classics are so good. All right, tell you what, come back to number three, and remember, it could be absolutely anything. It could even be meeting like Shahrukh Khan. It could be anything, anything on your bucket list that you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god, you know what? This is actually a really hard one. I've never actually thought about this properly. Um. Even if you were to think, like, make it up right now, like, what's one thing you would love to do? If it could be, like I said, it could be skydiving, it could be bungee jumping, it could be um, taking one of those first ever passenger intergalactic flights, it could be literally anything, what would it be? Okay, just from the off, off the top of my head, like, I would love, if, I don't know, it's something that I would like to do. I don't know if it's on my bucket list, but it's something I'd like to do is one day, like, travel, like, a business class. 
Oh, that's a sweet one. I like that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would, I would say bungee jumping and all of that, but I'm, I can't swim and I'm scared of heights. I'm so boring. Oh, no, you're not boring at all. i got to tell you something. I'm going to warn you something, right, that me and my wife learned, right? So when we went on our honeymoon, I took her to Mauritius, you know, like no expense bed. We went business class, returned business class, right? Once oh, you nice. Once you've been on business class, you never want to travel economy ever again. We have less <laughs> holidays now just because we don't want to go in economy. We try and, like, save up extra oh, to go in business God. class, right? So, um, yeah. so once you do it, you get the it's taste nice. for it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's so good. Once you get the taste for it, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll like, you'll never travel the old way again i promise you that <laughs> i love it hopefully, i love it one day, yeah, for sure this is quite this is all quite specific i think he's gonna find this quite hard would you reckon um this one maybe yeah because this one's quite hard but then again you know what he does know me quite well so that's why it's, okay. it's interesting what he's gonna say but he um he does know like my choices quite well to be honest all right, cool. Let's see how well he does anyway, right? So bring him back in the room then. Let's put him out of his misery. Bring him back in the room. Okay, one moment. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Here you go. Ready. All righty. Welcome back. Uh, how are you, mate? Could you hear anything yeah, at all there? No, nothing. Nothing. I was in the other room. I couldn't hear nothing. All right, cool. I, I've got to admit, I think this is going to be quite a tough one. Um, so okay. we're going to do it. So basically, just to remind you, I'm going to ask you the same five questions and you've got to give me the answers you think that Tasnim gave me, okay? Okay, cool. All, All right, right, cool. So question one that I asked to uh, Tasnim, I said, uh, what is your favourite choice of naughty food or snack? You know those moments when you just got to have a munch on something? What's her go-to snack? Oh, go-to snack. That's a tough one. Um... Go to snack. There's a, a few, I think. There's either she do, does like a good crisp packet. Oh yeah. She does like a good chocolate, but like a plain plain chocolate. She doesn't like it with nuts or you know, fruit or anything like that inside it. So. Uh, All right, cool. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll take uh, both uh, of those and either one could maybe right, maybe wrong. I'm not sure, but I'll take both of those. All right. Oh, I, I would say I think I'll, I'll go more towards like a dairy milk plain chocolate. All right, cool. No worries. I'll, I'll reveal the answers at the end, okay? Yeah, okay. No worries. Question two. Um, I asked her to tell me the best ever Valentine's gift or surprise that she got from you. What do you think she said? Oh, best ever. Yeah, what was her favourite one? Uh, there's a few things I've got her to be able to do, like good things. Um... She think, struggled think, a little bit I, with this, but then she yeah, came up with one specific one. Yeah, for her, it's, it's like the smaller things that count, like mean a lot. So, I think I would say she likes flowers and like gifts and stuff. So I think I would when I was surprised at work, I think on Valentine's Day, um, and I bought gifts and like a bouquet of flowers for her. I think that's quite it was really really memorable, memorable for her because she got like really like like cherry and stuff. So I, I would definitely say that. Ah, oh, that's a nice one. I like that. That's very sweet. All right, cool. Question number three. I said to her, tell me one thing that's on her bucket list that she really wants to do. On her bucket list? Yeah, and it could be could have been anything. Like, literally, I said, maybe it was meeting, like, a, a famous actor or actress, um, bungee jumping, skydiving, swimming with sharks, Formula One racing. Could Literally could have been anything. And what do you think she said? 
definitely not skydiving or swimming with sharks because she's afraid of water. <laughs> and she's definitely scared of she's definitely scared of heights. There's definitely not that on the bucket list. Even even like a like a ride at Thor Park, definitely not that. Um, oh man, thing on a bucket list. That's a tough one, the bucket list one. Yeah, I have to admit, I think her answer is a tough one. I'm not sure you're going to get this one. Uh, she, she does like travelling a lot, though. That's the thing. Like, going, like, like travelling around the world, seeing different places. Uh, yeah, I'll say it's travelling. All right, cool, travelling. All right, cool. I'm yeah, seeing different places out there. Okay, cool, we'll put that down. Uh, question four. Uh, I said to her, if she could do absolutely anything this Valentine's Day, like on Tuesday, uh, what would it be? One specific thing that she could do with you, what would it be? That one's quite easy because I would definitely say that's probably like, let's go traveling, let's go on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular location? Dubai. Love Dubai. All right, cool. No worries. I'm going to write that down. All right, cool. Last but not least, uh, she says you'll get this one easily. Uh, A favourite movie of hers that she's seen loads of times that she could watch over and over again. Oh, my days. This is, like, really, really easy, this one. (laughs) Really, really easy. There's actually a few Bollywood films that she really, really likes. She likes, like, Jinto Pagal Hai, Kabi Hushi Kabi Gam, Kut Kut Chota Hai. Uh, she watches that on repeat like 24-7 <laughs> and literally 24-7 and I'm like I've literally know the, the words off by heart on, on this movie now <laughs> and uh, yeah Kabi Hushi and definitely like Shah Rukh Khan Kuch Kuch Hota Hai 100% those two films you literally kill their films off alright cool cool perfect alright so that's all five questions so if you okay. give me a, a second to use, put in input my complex calculations here on this really yeah. high tech device of my handwriting and just double check right. how many you got right so one right. two uh, out of five three uh, four five right okay cool I have to say right I'm quite impressed with this because I think that you did better than I thought you were going to do I know you said you knew a right. while and sometimes it's yeah. the guys who say that don't get as well but I can right, reveal okay. to both of you, drum roll, that you yeah. scored. Salim, you got four and a half out of five. Hey! I forgot to ask you both, Tasnim, if, if he does well at this, what is it? What are you going to do for him? Um, whatever he likes. What do you want? Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this is X-rated. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, just kidding. All right. So let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. So you got obviously got the first one right. Spot on. Plain chocolate dairy milk. You said spot on. The surprise yeah. at work is exactly what she said as well. Uh, the yeah. third one is where I gave you half a mark. Where you said traveling and the thing she said, which I knew was going to be a tough one. Uh, she said like traveling business class. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to her as well, right? When my wife and I first did it on our honeymoon, right? So I treated her, we went to Mauritius, business class, everything. Ever since then, right. we've never been able to go back. We have to travel business class now. So we, even if it means like we go on less holidays, we save up more, uh, we just have right. to do it. Once you get the taste of it, you never go back. Uh, question yeah, four, no. uh, go on holiday to buy, spot on, word for word, and then movies, Love absolutely. She said the same thing. K3G, KKHH. Um, and uh, that's it man you did well I'm very impressed I'm, 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 I'm impressed with that. I'm definitely impressed with that one <laughs> no, you guys you guys have been absolutely brilliant how was that for you guys 
It was brilliant, really good, really, really good. Good fun. The, the question is, though, would you both come back next week and do it the opposite way? Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Definitely. 100%. All right, cool. I'm going to message you guys next week. I'm back on next Sunday as well. So I'll message you back when I start my show next week. And then we'll get you guys going, get on, get you guys going again. And this time, though, it'll be Tasmin, Tasnim leaving the room. Are you up for that, Tasnim? Yeah, 100%. Do you think, quite fun. Yeah. Do you think you're going to beat four and a half out of five? Uh, yes. For Ooh, sure. yes. Fighting <laughs> talk. I love it. This is what I'm talking about. This is brilliant. Absolutely love it. Well, listen, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. See ya. Bye. Everyone give them a huge round of applause. Tasnim and Talib. Oh, that is awesome. That was what a great couple they are. What a really fun couple. I loved every second of that. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the couple's challenge. And that is how it's done. If you want to have a go now, you know what to expect and that is how we do the couples challenge here on the love lounge catch our love guru amit soda between 7 p.m and 10 p.m every sunday for that chill out zone